What is up, everybody? Welcome to PS Best Friends, the only PlayStation podcast by the community for the community. We come to you each and every Tuesday with a brand new episode filled with greatness beyond the ordinary. I'm your host, Anthony Palm. we got a great episode lined up for you this week. Uh, next to me, we have the pop master, Jeffrey Mizrahi. Pop master, yes, that was my name. I thought it was going to be something with... I forgot what you called me last week. I thought it was going to be something with fireworks. But honestly, the pop master also could be a fireworks reference, so I allow it. I, I would have went with the firecracker, too, I guess, but... Ooh, that, 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 one's like, that one's like kinky, you know? <laughs> I mean, Pop Master isn't, I guess. You like popping. <laughs> and there he is, the spoiler caster master himself, Miguel Alvarez. How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. So I went to see Spider-Man. I swear to God. I swear to God. Does not a Metal Gear alert long enough. <laughs> spoiler, takes off his mask. Spiders are just everywhere. Yep. <laughs> quite, quite ridiculous. And as each and every week, we try to get a community best friend on with us. This week, we got Nathan Hicks. How you doing, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing good. Doing good, man. Glad so to have you on. What are you guys been playing? What? what? I don't know. Playing. You coming? I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> We're swapping seats. It's a whole situation. Here. Uh, yeah, I know. What but are you been playing, Jeff? Playing, I'm playing Crash. I don't know. I think the game sucks. I guess you could toss it up to being really difficult. But there are some parts Which in, these, in these jumps and these shit that... Native Fortress. Native Fortress and... Um, Hogwild. Hogwild. You see, that's the first one. Then I move over, I'm like, alright, at Native Fortress, I'm like, fuck Crash 1, I can't handle this. So I move over to Crash 2. Um, <laughs> I like the whole warp room structure, I think that's really cool. Um, the boss was much easier, the first boss, uh, Ripper... Rip, Ripper uh, Ripper guy. Ripper Root was fucking bullshit. Ripper Root, uh, that makes sense. Um, but then right after that was an ice level. And ooh-wee, it was was that uh, a struggle to play. Honestly, it felt worse controlling than fucking The Last Guardian, which is saying something. Um, but I'm going to give it a couple more tries, try a couple different worlds. I, I have now five more worlds to fuck with. And then I'm going to go to uh, three. Uh, Crash 3. Is Crash 3 also the same structure of like... Straightforward platforming, or does it mix it up? Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's wait, you didn't play warped? I thought you said you liked the warped room thing. Yeah, there, the, there's a warp it's room in two. too. Yeah, that, that's how uh, two. Oh, played. Yeah, I don't, see, I didn't really play two that much. Yeah, two is like, the one originally. I, two is the one I remember the most. Like I remember the rooms that you would just kind of walk to the side and crash one, and then crash two. It was more like, oh, here's this like bubble thing. Here's this structure level, whatever. I'm gonna jump into. That's what yeah, I and the whole, like, you have to collect, do you go on your second playthrough? You get the diamonds or whatever? You get the gems on your on the crystals or whatever. There's multiple crystals. Or is it, do you have to, how's that work? You, you have to get a certain amount of boxes, I think, and then I, I still uh, haven't really figured it out either because I don't really remember from back in the day. But I was always more of a Spyro guy, to be honest. But, I mean, I remember Crash 1 real vividly and um, warped a little bit. I, I never really messed with 2. I just yeah. want to say TR, so don't care. Yeah. Uh, Nate, what no, are you actually, Bring it up Spider-Man. Uh, I actually son just of a bitch. for this uh, Spider-Man Homecoming VR experience. Oh, what actually, that's a, good, that's a good thing to bring up. It's uh, just like the movie. Uh, it, 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 no, it's not even close to the movie. It's <laughs> less than five minutes of gameplay, 
and, and it's like a target practice. It starts off like Batman, like you think it's gonna be cool for a second. Like there's a suitcase, it's talking to you, it opens up, and then uh, and then you put the mask on, and then you like like you looks at your hands, you move your head, and like you look in this mirror. Then it's literally like, all right, you're using the two move controls. Shoot these bottles with your webs, and you shoot them, and then you move over to the crane. And on top of a crane, vulture comes, and then you swing over to him, and then then it ends. What what's worse, that or the uh, Air Force Halo mission? It's a good what? question. It's a good fucking question. The Air Force. Yeah, because you, 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 I was gonna say you talked a lot of shit about that Halo one. Yeah, no, the Air Force mission is probably worse because it really didn't tell me shit. Uh, at the least the guy just keeps yelling control. at you and making you restart it. If someone's a huge Spider-Man fan and wants to try PSVR, it's because it works. You know, it's it's not a piece of shit. Like it's built, but like it's its length goes about five it's minutes. It's not bad. It's just lame. Yeah. Um, so that and Crash and, uh, some Zelda is what I've been up to this week. What about? All right. Well, if you're done hogging the fucking spotlight, uh, Nate, what have you been playing? Uh, That's how I do. I've, uh, for some reason, uh, tried to go back to, uh, the Ezio collection. I'd beat two and then Brotherhood. And then I was like, wait, I only have like three trophies left for the platinum on the, on two. So I'm, I almost have it as of this morning. I have like. 15 more feathers to collect and then i got the feathers are the reason i didn't get it get get the 100% i will tell you what's funny is i was i just finished brotherhood before i went back to platinum 2 and it's crazy like how different those games are because like brotherhood the combat is so much better and then in 2 i i was missing the no hitter trophy the feathers and then the wear the auditory cape and every you know whatever but those are kind of yeah, because you got to get the feathers yeah, to yeah, get yeah, the yeah. cape. So it's also bullshit. So I was like, I don't remember how I got the no hitter, and so I was like, okay, let's just do the thing in Venice, and then let me get them all together, and then I'll like counter them. Well, I was like, fuck, no, that's not that that's not gonna work. And so I looked it up. I was like, oh, that's right, you throw smoke bombs and you fucking stab them with the hidden blade. But it um it made me because two has always been my favorite, and then after going back, I was gonna ask, so out of all your Assassin's Creed or just the Ezio games, is two your favorite? <sighs> For the longest time, out of all of the Assassin's Creed games, two was my two was my favorite because it was I played one and then two. I was like, oh my god, this is like night and day different. But now going back and playing, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go back and play Revelations because I don't remember too much about it. But I think now my favorite Assassin's Creed is probably four. Black Flag. Oh yeah, yeah Black that, Flag. That's because my favorite too. I thought this. I thought the story was really cool because I loved the the modern day stuff. I thought the um, the stuff. I didn't like how it was first. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, but I thought it was cool how you were how meta it was. Like you were a game developer in Abstergo creating this game, and then yeah, true. I did like how they handled that. I thought yeah. that was really cool. And I, I'll um, I think I'll talk about it a little bit later. But I liked how the world was too. I loved when you were just sailing on open water, and then your crew just started yeah. singing pirate shanties. Like, yeah, just, the shanties yeah. did get me the first time. I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, this I'm is awesome." A, I'm going on. I'm a hoping. Um, I'm hoping Skull and Bones really just full on embraces the pirate aspect yeah. of Black Flag. I'm going on a cruise for my uh, for my honeymoon, and I, I told I told, oh, right. I told my fiance I said, one of the things I'm fucking doing when we get on one of those islands is I'm finding a sailboat and I'm I'm doing a sailboat, whatever. I'm sailing a sailboat, and you bet your ass I'm and singing pirate do shanties. Yep, I was like, I am fucking singing pirate <laughs> shanties. And nobody's gonna stop. That's dope. 
but yeah, that's what I've been <laughs> smoking. Fucking awesome. Uh, I just re-downloaded um, GTA Five, and I'm super excited to play that again. So. Online or the well, story? I played a little bit of online on PC because I've bought it for mm-hmm. Xbox, PC, and now PS4. Um, but so uh, you're one of them. Okay. Well, it was over periods of time, but yeah, I played online. Maybe I got to like rank ten, but. Um, I'm excited to play both. Like I, I've played the first part of the campaign four times now, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with playing it again. It's just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Have you ever beat game. it? Yeah, I beat oh. it. I beat it once. I beat it on PS3. The online is crap in my opinion, but yeah, I never got into it either. All my friends told me to get. I just, I feel like it's a whole nother world. You know, it, it, it's like yeah. It's it's uh, it's like being like a Minecraft player or something, yeah, you know. It's, it's like you're creating your own sandboxing for me. Yeah. I can see that. The thing is, I tried getting into it because I thought like Red Dead's online had a lot of great ideas, uh-huh. but it never it never populated enough for me. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I tried GTA Online when it came out on PS3, and if it was just it was wasn't it broken for a bit? It wasn't it was broken out. for a yeah, long time. For a long, oh, yeah, yeah it, for a while. Probably three months after it came out. It just it wasn't well, yeah because it launched what a week or two after the game launched and then when it did come out it just was broke as fuck yeah so it took like a issues, month yeah. before it launched yeah I think uh, I think it launched itself a month after the game came out but still yeah, that's it, yeah, maybe that's it, it had a bunch of connection issues um, it was almost akin to it looks, it looks interesting you know like yeah. I was it seems like uh, like I there's a fucking huge community of players oh, yeah. that have a good oh, time yeah. with it I'm waiting for right, it to and, get to uh, like a twenty bucks yeah Miguel what have you been playing. So I got the plan on for Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. And then I stole your spotlight like 10 seconds later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was something. So I got it. I was all excited. You know, I told you guys. And then like, not yet, like 30 seconds later, you're like, oh, I, I got I, the one for I FIFA. fucking flipped I'm out. Like, oh, I finally got the FIFA really? 15 Vita Platinum because I'm a fucking asshole. Yep. I agree with that statement. Oh. But yeah, no, the one on for Platinum is very difficult. So, congrats on that one. What's... Yeah, the mile high achievement alone oh, for trophy. Oh, that one was fucking... Kind of a bitch. Yeah, it's, it, that, that's night and day, too. We were talking earlier about um, Infinite Warfare. And uh, for me, like I, I beat it the first time, and then I went back through on Veteran, and that was not hard at all. Like There was maybe one mission that I was like, oh, this is really difficult. But, it, I mean, it, it, I played it as fast as I did the regular playthrough. I went and played on which one? Uh, Infinite Warfare's. Oh yeah, that's not even. Uh yeah, I play. I went like and played easy. Modern Warfare Remastered, veteran, and f- I shit you not, for yep. probably about two weeks, I was stuck on that, on that one stealth mission that turns into a shit show. Though I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one. Oh, the one in Chernobyl. No, 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 all, no, all no, no, no. It was all the one, up. There was the one after the hel- helicopter crashes, and you're uh, sneaking yeah, it's around. All no, 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 sniper, no, that's right? not it. No, that, it, this was in modern time. You're with all of the um, SAS. You're going from house to house. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, at nighttime, yeah, yeah, you yeah, start yeah. with the sniper? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There was a lot of me just laying down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Are there For still in Modern Warfare? I know I played it, but I'm re- in the remastered. Is there still the en- infinite uh, endless spawning enemies unless you move up? Or did they change that? Um, I, I doubt they like would have changed like that. It's a key strategy. No, they didn't change it because I remember doing um the one that um there's this mission. That you gotta drop um 
two, I think it's helicopters. It's either helicopters or tanks. Uh, and it's like it's like in a farm or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I that yeah, one. you need to push forward. If not, they just keep spawning and keep spawning. You could kill yeah, them. It wasn't, wasn't Modern Warfare the game that kind of brought to light the whole like monster closet issue it was either, in video games? It was either it Modern Warfare or it was World yeah. of War. I think World of yeah, War was like World of War, yeah, World of, World of War was pretty bad too. Brought yep. the, uh, I think two. I think two. Modern Warfare Two said that they didn't have it, but I, I remember feeling like it had it. I don't, I don't remember. remember. So I played that yeah. one, played on that, and I started doing the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare one. And I did the campaign. It's pretty easy. Like we were talking about the Baron difficulties, really easy. And then. I started with the zombies trophies and man, I'm having a difficult time getting them. Period. Yeah. Well, it we're sucks. gonna we're gonna put a pin in that because we know you you're gonna yeah I'm gonna, gonna give us almost like a final take on that one later. So yeah, um, and that's pretty and much so, yeah, it. So I uh I finished up FIFA. I kind of just put away my Vita for a couple days after I got that. I was like I didn't even want to look at it because I fucking played so much FIFA that my eyes were falling so you out. you grab your PS Vita um, and just throw it away for a day or two? <laughs> no, it's actually it's charging right now. Um, and then I actually picked up uh, Final Fantasy VI I mentioned to you guys before and um, some old school PlayStation. I broke out the PS2 and yes, uh, booted yes. up my original Final Fantasy XII Collector's Edition uh, just to check it out because I wanted to... I, I was undecided on if I wanted to pick up Final Fantasy XII coming out this week. Mm-hmm. So I booted up the original just to see like if it still felt right and all that. And immediately fell back in love with it, and immediately ordered it on Amazon. So, uh, was, was, your save still in, was your save still intact? Yeah, dude, I somehow still had all my game saves, like for like wow. all my games too, not even just that. But yeah, I have like a twenty-seven hours in game save from Final Fantasy XII, um, which back wow. then for me was actually a lot because um, now for me to play a game for twenty-seven hours, that's barely anything. But back then, I wasn't really into RPGs that much. Final Fantasy twelve, Final Fantasy ten ish. And Kingdom Hearts were really the only games I ever put that much time into. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that to come out, but we will get to that in a little bit. Um, but for right now, let's get go to uh, what is and forever will be until we come up with a name for it next week, Moriarty's Report. <laughs> How many items do we have? Five items today on the list. No, we don't. We got a captain's count. Ooh, that's a good one. Captain's count. Ooh, yeah, we got to figure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, be just, it. Let's just get to the list. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, let's keep <laughs> that. Right, that it. That it is. Captain's count. Captain's count. Like Ooh, that, that sounds fresh. All right. So starting off, we nice. We really? have oh, really okay. Dudes, okay. Top downloads on the PlayStation Store. Uh, going first on PS4. Let's run down quick. Friday 13th, Crash Bandicoot, Middle Earth, Game of the Year Edition, that was $4. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V, God of War 3 Remastered, which was also like, I think 4 bucks or like 5 bucks or 6 or something. I think it was, uh, yeah, around there, 4 bucks, I think. On, on the mid-year sale, which is over now. Uh, Battlefield 1, Horizon Zero Dawn, Tekken 7, Minecraft, Rocket League, FIFA 17, NHL 17, Uncharted, Need for Speed, Injustice 2, Dying Light, wow. Ratchet & Clank, good to see Ratchet & Clank back up here, you're old already. Payday 2, Overwatch, and Star Wars Battlefront. Hmm. So, of course, um, most of these were on sale, so that's why you see them up here. But uh, I guess good on Friday the 13th for getting Nev in that top spot. No, no, not even, dude. Good for Crash, dude. In one day, one day, it hit 
Second. That's true. Came out on the last day of June. One day. That's that's actually a really good point. Um, I, bet I it think had it a was hell of Nate. A... Was it was it you, Nate, that said you can kind of gauge how the month was based on where GTA is on it? Um, someone said that. that I was, thought it was that, you. That, that wasn't me, but I'll tell you. Huh. That's a good point. It's a good point. I thought it was you. I guess not. I mean, uh, come on, guys. Yeah. Shadow of Mortar number three. It's a great game. Yeah, that's it's a great yeah, game. If you missed that for four dollars, like Jeffrey did, well, then well, I feel was, bad for you. What was cool was after that. I think it'd been a couple days after the sale was on. Um, the what is it, Monolith that made the was the studio behind? I think. Uh, yeah. They posted on their yeah. They posted yeah. that video of that feature that you could down that was with it when you got it, so you could create a nemesis, um, and that nemesis and your most loyal companion would follow over to oh, shadow of transfer War. yeah so oh really yeah, i don't yeah. know this but just, yeah that's actually why i rebought it yeah this well i rebought it because i had it a long time ago and i finished it um and then my playstation got stolen that was like a couple years ago and i just never rebought oh, it damn. but i saw that for f- four bucks i was like i that's there's no reason not to get that well, it goes on sale for eight bucks all the time too. But I, I would, for some reason, I would always just like hold off. Yeah. And yeah. then for four dollars, I was like, "All right, you fucking yeah, got yeah. me," and then I just downloaded. Yeah. it. So I beat the shit yeah. out of it on Xbox. Um, but I'm kind of transitioning everything over to PlayStation now. Yeah. And so that's why I rebought it. I'm not gonna platinum it just because that's gonna take too much time for me right now with all the other stuff I'm working on. Yeah. But um, I, I want to at least get some good Nemesis. I'm probably not gonna play too much of it. Transfer some I stuff. I do want to play War, and I kind of don't want to get burned out on it. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So I, I just want to be able to transfer some stuff over yeah. into Shadow of War. So what always confuses me is looking at the PS3 top downloads. FIFA 17, number one. All right, who cares? Uh, number eight is Saints Row 2, I guess. And then number 15 is this game called Enemy Front. It's um this cry engine game that was published by Bandai Namco or whatever. Uh, came out to the PS3 and Xbox 360 uh, and... PC in June of 2014, so about eight months after PS4 has been out, uh, and it's like a World War II first-person shooter. I don't know how it got on a top 20 list, but maybe whatever maybe it's on there. Sale. <laughs> yep. I guess. Yeah, but like, who was talking about surprised, it? I'm surprised the Metal Gear Solid HD collection wasn't higher than 17. It's a little low for what it I thought is, it was. Yeah, and I think I, I don't um, think it was that cheap. That's why. Yeah. But then, yeah why don't we go? Yeah, we're I was just going to say, why don't we do top, top, top five for the rest of the... We have uh, PS4 add-ons. Number one is Zombie Chronicles for Black Ops 3. Fun fact, today uh, they updated it, and the M1911 is now the starting pistol, and the MP40 Yee. is uh, wall by. What was, and the what, AK- was the what was the starting pistol? I didn't know the MP40. Uh, only the MR6, which is the regular Black Ops 3 starting pistol, but it's like, dude, if we're playing old maps, give us the old oh, the fucking right, OG right. gun. Wait, the MP40 really is back? Yeah, it's on the wall by. Yeah, yeah, that's it's fucking dope. Kino, I didn't. I knew they were bringing back the the 1911. I didn't know they were bringing that back. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, AK-74 is in the box. Um, also on the on the PS4 add-on list is uh, Rise of the Necromancer for Diablo 3, um, Final and Stormblood for Final Fantasy 14. Surprise, uh, Stormblood isn't higher. Yeah, Stormblood. Yeah, I don't. Uh, nah, I think it came out pretty late this month, and Zombie that's Chronicles. Rise of the Necromancer had, came out late too, though. True. I guess more the people giant like the double zombie three. map. That's weird that the giant is on there. The giant's been up there literally since 2015. Really? Uh, it's wow. five bucks for a zombie. I, like, I, how do you not own it already? Is, exactly. Is my point. Yeah, like, yeah, well, I guess we keep people. saying the same thing about GTA too. So exactly. Fair enough. Uh, PSVR number one surprised Arizona Sunshine. Huh. 
the uh, zombie Farpoint S game that uses the aim controller that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, also up there, Star Trek Bridge Bridge Crew PSVR Worlds, which is a bundle for the special editions. I don't know how many people are buying that. Until Dawn and um, Batman. Vita Games, number one is... Excuse me, got a little burp there. Uh, God of War Collection, Jack and Daxter Collection, Golden Abyss, and Breath of Fire 3, and then that Adventure Time game that's always like for a buck on sale. No I thought it was $0.99 cents because it was getting taken off, but I guess it's just always $0.99, cents and it's an easy platinum, supposedly. Hmm. And then for PS Classics, San Andreas, Bully, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, Metal Slug, and The Warriors. Those usually don't change. Yeah, so I was about to ask yeah. they change. Um, what I'm saying, what's it called? There's only a Final Fantasy up here, but I guess not. Then maybe the maybe these were just on. I think these were all were on sale. Um, I just want to make a note for the PSVR games. There was some really good games on sale last week, so that's probably why uh, Arkham VR and Russia Blood. Uh, I'm surprised they're not higher, to be honest. But I feel like those are games that people bought at launch. Uh, like yeah. out of all of the VR games, those are probably what they bought at launch. I'm surprised but, uh, that Ghostbusters good in the top ten. Did, I, did either of you, Jeff or Anthony, did either of you try the Ghostbusters experience? I have not. Is it free? Wow. It's not free. I, I have no, no idea. It's, not it's on the list. I, I didn't even know about it, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't even know what I'll this check was. It out. I'll check it out. It's called Ghostbusters well, yeah, is Hiring. It's been the yeah. Firehouse, yeah. I didn't even know that existed. I think Greg might have mentioned it and said it sucked, but I'll check it out. Huh. So, yeah. So, that's the uh, top downloads. Next up on the list is uh, Destiny 2. Open beta coming out soon. Get your pants ready. Um, July 18th, if you pre-ordered it, uh, it's going to come with the first Holy map. Holy shit, of, that's so soon. Yeah, I know. Straight up, the eight days. Next week. So that's a week. Next Tuesday. Nope. Uh, it comes with the first mission of the campaign, which is a little, uh, I guess it's a cool taste. Uh, for Destiny 1, the beta or alpha, whatever it was. And was like the pretty first, like, much the story. And that's it. Yeah, it was pretty much like the first like couple hours. Until and then you there got was the like moon. one crucible map, like the second week of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I think it's two maps for this beta and a uh, the strike, yeah. the inverted spire. Um, so I feel like I'm, I'm, I guess I'll, I'll do the strike a couple times. I'm wondering how many times I could fucking play through this beta. I'll probably just be swamped in the crucible, but I wish they would let you carry your stuff over to like level five or something, mm-hmm. just so you can get a head start on like three different classes. Just I'm to like unlock your subclasses on, you know, because that's a good, yeah, that's a good point. Now maybe, they didn't uh, carry anything over before, right? Yeah. No. If if there's no penalty, then maybe I'll just what's it called? I'll I'll make three characters in the beta or whatever, or just keep on starting it again and just try everyone out. I don't know. Um, so pre-ordering gets you that early access, and I think it comes out a week later if you don't pre-order it. Also announced today was a limited edition Destiny 2 oh. PS4 Pro bundle, uh, which is looking yes. at 450. It's going to come with the uh, PS4 Pro, a controller, uh, Destiny 2, as well as the Destiny 2, uh, 2 DLC cont- uh, packs. So uh, Wait, you missed the, really wants the best part, dude. It's a case you're white. No, PS4 that's the worst Pro. part. The Destiny I like are you serious? Uh, I, li- I so like the Glacier White. When I saw it, I got so wet. I was divided then. Dude, the Taken King PS4 Pro? PS4? Oh, that was ugly, dude. I didn't like the design personally. I just like oh, the Taken wow. King one, but I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm, I like the timeless, just flat white look. Oh, dude. Because so I like the commitment that it's, that like, 
that if you have like a system that's like I remember my friend had like the Modern Warfare 2 Xbox 360 or the Halo 3 Xbox 360 it's like all right that's when you got your system you know it's like this system is like tied to this like memory I guess this game rather yeah. than it just being yeah, cuz like I have the Arkham Knight white ones you know yeah I have the um I have the Star Wars one that came with Battlefront and a lot of people say that that's one of the ugliest ones, but the controller is fucking awesome. Yeah, I like the controller because I'm controller is, but the design is stupid. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but uh, <laughs> but I think hands down across all platforms, his face. all all platform. Yeah, I know it, it's it's weird, but whatever. Across all platforms, I think the coolest one uh, was probably the Halo Five Xbox One because my buddy has that. No, actually, Halo. Actually, I don't know. Wasn't it just I, green? No, 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 it was. I like the. Uh, no, the coolest one's probably the uh, R2D2 Xbox 360 Slim. I actually have that. Yeah, I got that at a. That was cool. My cousin piece. had that with the C3PO yeah, Connect. I wanted that for the longest time, and then I found it at a GameStop like a year or two ago, and it was like 120 bucks. I was like, I'm buying that because I wanted yeah, that. That's for cool. So that's cool. I think I really liked the Titanfall One Xbox One, and I also really liked the uh, the Metal Gear Solid Five PS4. Wasn't the Titanfall One just um, uh, a white console? I thought the controller was designed, maybe. The oh, you know what? I, yeah, I'm thinking of the Titanfall One controller. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Which I love my Titanfall One controller. It's busted as fuck though, but I love that. I played the shit out of that controller. That's the first controller I ever played until it broke. Um, but yeah, dude, wow. do, do you guys remember the Metal Gear Solid Five PS4? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just the red, one, red and the red and yeah, black. that one was yeah. nice. I, I thought it was so sick. So, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, so if you want to, oh yeah, that looks cool. Uh, so if you want trying to get into the PlayStation ecosystem where you need a new uh, PS4, you're trying to upgrade to a Pro, definitely pick that up. I it's a it's definitely a the Pro right now doesn't come bundled with any game, right? Not I at the moment. Thought it did. No, it doesn't. Unless um, no, unless or a special promo. Yeah, so for yeah. fifty bucks extra than the base Pro, you're getting yourself you get Destiny yeah. with uh, all the DLC. Next up on the list, we have a new patch for Horizon Zero Dawn and some uh, much-awaited features. I never know why these features can't be in the game when it comes out, but we're looking at New Game Plus and an ultra-hard difficulty. New Game Plus uh, is allowing your character progression inventory... No, your character progression inventory will stay intact, uh, but the level cap is now at 50. Um, What's 50? Level? Yeah. They're just not changing it. What does that mean? Yeah, fifty was the cap before. Yeah, so oh, just they're saying the cap is still fifty. 50. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was still set at fifty. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, maybe I should read it. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> the new game plus also adds updated weapons and outfits with an extra modification spot, so you have something to spend those extra shards on. That's pretty cool. Uh, and you got to get an ultra hard difficulty, which makes machines more deadly and aware of you, and limits your health regen. Uh, also, you were looking at two new trophies or a couple new trophies focused on beating the game on ultra hard. Um, and some customization options like face paint and the ability to change the appearance of Aloy's focus. That's pretty cool. So you guys jumping back change, in? Yeah? Changing Aloy's focus is cool. I'm pissed that there's only two trophies. One of them is beat it on New Game Plus. The other one is beat it on New Game Plus on Ultra Hard. You couldn't add any other cool trophies. I don't. I don't care. I'm just pissed that um, I, I'm not at 100 now. I'm like at 80 something because of the two trophies. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Now I gotta go fuck <laughs> beat this game on Ultra Hard. God damn it. Well, you get to get more trophies once uh, Frozen Wilds comes out, so... That's yeah, a good point. Those, Maybe I'll do a new trophies. game plus right before Frozen Wilds comes out. Oh, I gotta check, but I, isn't it, um, those two trophies 
They're separate. They're not. They're not part they're of the not. same list. Oh, okay, okay. So y- it, when you go to your trophies, it'll still say a hundred percent for the main game, but overall, you're not going to be hundred percent anymore. I just wonder how difficult it's going to be because after I don't know if you guys got the armor, the special. Armor. I did. Yeah, I got the shield. Uh, was it the shield I, weaver? Yeah, and when you got that, it was pretty much game over. Yeah, it you was. It was pretty, pretty stupid. Much easy. Once I got that, I had no problems with any of the trials. Oh wait, no, not spoiling too much, man. Spoiling too much. Step back a little bit. Oh, relax. Yeah. Now he wants to be uh, next up. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we have some Battle Battlefront Two beta news. Um, it's coming out on uh, the fourth, October fourth. If you've pre-ordered it, if you didn't pre-order it, it's coming October sixth to everyone else. It's going to feature the uh, Assault on Naboo theme map that we saw at uh, E3 and in the Alpha if you got invited to that. And it's going to feature two modes, Galactic Assault and Starfighter Assault. Uh, I think Galactic Assault is the one that's on foot and Starfighter is the one they haven't yet gave details, right? Am I correct on that one? Yeah, I'm guessing Galactic Assault is probably the one where uh, in like the old Battlefront 2, how you used to be able to be on like a um, ship. Like a Jedi cruiser, not a Jedi cruiser, like a yeah, like a ship. Like you would start in like a Bay Area and then jump into a ship and fly out into a dogfight. And I'm assuming the other ones probably just you start in the yeah. ship, like in Battle, the, the most recent Battlefront one. Yeah, see, I Battlefront I played like the, the the newest one that came out. I I played a little bit of, but I mean I didn't play it hardcore enough. Um, but one of the things that disappointed me for sure was the fact that they didn't have space combat. Because I remember one of the things I used to do all the time in Battlefront Two that on PS2. Was I would in Galact- I would play Galactic Assault all the time, and while all the NPCs were dogfighting, I would go to the enemy ship, go in. You're like sabotage. Yeah, sabotage. That's all I would do, and it was so fun. So <laughs> if awesome. they could bring that back, that'll make me want to play Battlefront Two even more. And I want to play yeah, it really that's bad. Dope. I was actually just playing. Yeah, I was just playing Battlefront Two on Vita, like the PSP version, uh-huh. and I was doing exactly that. I was playing the. Um, whatever that mode, the Galactic Assault or whatever mode it, it actually is called in that game. And yeah, I was just having so much fun with it. Those those original two Battlefront games and even like the subsequent PSP ones were just so, they were fun. You know what I mean? There was no story. The thing, the thing that pisses me off about all these people that yelled about Battlefront 1 needs a story. Oh, what a fucking waste. You know what I mean? Like the old Battlefront games never had a fucking campaign. They had a quote unquote campaign, but it was like make your own story. It yeah. was never a full on single player. So, I was a little caught off guard when people were, like, legitimately mad. It's like, did you not play the other Battlefronts? Like, you know what this game is. So, I mean, I am glad that we're getting a new campaign. Don't get me wrong. I think I just thought it was a little odd that people, like, it was almost like people didn't remember what the original Battlefronts were. Like, they were multiplayer I I think if the game would have been a 10 out of, like, the newest one, if it would have been a 10 out of 10, then maybe it wouldn't have been so, so bad. But, like, one of the things I didn't care for about Battlefront was, yeah, it was super awesome and how good it looked like to, to basically be in a Star Wars sim. But there was just something about it that was just kind of lacking. And then, like, when they kept adding game modes and game modes, I'm like, oh, this is... This is... Like, okay. Like, was it... I don't like, know. Yeah, it was the opposite. I played the fuck out of it, but... Was the problem the progression system? Uh, I don't think no, so. It's not... No, I think that was fine. But it sucked, dude. The start, the start cards to... were interesting. I mean, I didn't hate them. They were cool, but they were, they were just different. I mean, well, there the was difference... nothing to progress on, dude. No, but the difference is, Miguel, you jumped into it, like, recently. You didn't jump in when it first came out, so... Oh, it's I, different. I tried the beta, 
So it, it was pretty much the same oh, thing. Oh, you can't, man. <laughs> it, it, tell well, me, how, how different was it? Certain amount of things. That's like if it, you played a Call of Duty beta and they only gave you one gun. Well, I'm used... Who made the game? Let me ask you that. Dice. Okay. What other game do they make? Battlefield. Battlefield games. How, how is the progression system in those games? It's fucking awful. Do you like the Battlefield awful. progression system? I think Battlefield's progression systems are awful. Really? I think it's like it doesn't At make any Battlefield sense. Battlefield One, it's really stupid. Battlefield well, Three, Battlefield 4. Four was worse. I thought actually right. Battlefield One was better than Battlefield Four. Really? So you like no it? Fucking sense. So you like you it have when to play it's like a billion hours to unlock a second gun? That's for a the good thing about it. Uh, so what are you complaining you're about Battlefront? That was like, dude. Uh, you're actually working for something. It's like too hard. Two had the best progression system. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that's hands on. Yeah, you upgrade your classes. And that was really fun. I just Next feel like any time I list. play a battle, I'm sorry. One last thing on the battlefield <laughs> thing. I feel like any battlefield game I get, I need to buy the shortcut pack for whatever class I'm using because I feel like it's going to take me a billion hours to unlock it. If you it. suck, yeah, dude. No, if I want to a play other games or b have a life, it's like it's just I don't know. I think it yeah, just takes way all, too many hours. It's all so. online with the shortcut things. I don't know. Um, next up, we have the long rumored. And discussed character Doomfist is now live in Overwatch's public test region. That's PC only, uh, but it is coming to PS4 soon, just like the other I characters. I thought he is live now. Uh, yeah, I thought he was live. Not on, I think, not I on, think he is not now. on consoles. Not on consoles. Really? Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't no, know. For a fact, he's only in the PTR. Did you guys see that video um, of uh, what if Doomfist was played by Terry Crews? I thought he no, was good. I was upset. Him. I, don't know why I was, was upset it. when they said he wasn't. That was pretty funny because basically they took most of his Old Spice like yelling and shouting, and they kind of superimposed it over the uh, video, <laughs> over the anime video. <laughs> okay. And uh, it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't like the anime video. So they, if you didn't see, they also released a, like a character trailer for yeah. him as well. Uh, it was. I, I, I'm not as big a fan as the anime as the Pixar ones. I think Overwatch's style is to, should totally be Pixar. If they're making a, a sh, um, uh, any more short films or a movie or a TV show or whatever, I think it has to. It, it should be Pixar style and 3D animation. Uh, weeboo shit. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so I got to play Doomfist uh, on a. Uh, my brother has Overwatch on PC, and he's a cool character. He's an assault. Um, he, I feel like you have to be. He's he's like style is very like in certain circumstances. You know, I guess that's all characters, but like he really has to get close. And um, I don't know. I think he's I think he's interesting. He's an interesting addition to the bunch. But uh, you know what I'm saying. You guys still there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Uh, I wasn't required. I thought I got, I got disconnected. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's also the first villain. So, I, I thought half of them were villains, honestly. Whoa, isn't um, the guy with the two shotguns a villain? Yeah, Reaper. Re Reaper? Yeah. I so, don't know, yeah. why is he the first real villain? I don't know. I you wrote this, no? Well, I know, but that's what people are saying. He's, like, the first real, I guess, piece of DLC that's coming out, I guess? Like, new character? No, I think I, I think Reaper started off as a good guy, and then uh, he has a skin that's a normal person. I'm not the over guy, 
Overwatch guy here. I don't, I don't get it. Overwatch. I do not get Overwatch. White people play. That's uh, Donkey's videos. Shout out, video game donkey. <laughs> but yeah, that's all the news we got this week. Um, we're still looking at these light, these light summer weeks, but still getting yeah. some good, good details. We got some Horizon DLC and and the uh, uh, Uncharted Pro, to look forward to. Ah, oh, so sexy. Yeah. Let's move over to the drop from our best friend, the powerhouse of PlayStation, Michael Mentz. Here are the new releases of the week of July 11th. Take it away, Nathan. Uh, all right, to start off, we got The Bellows. It's a PSVR game. It's digital. Uh, it says, plunge yourself into a world of nightmares and fear and discover just how frightening virtual, rea virtual reality can be. Um, I guess you guys will talk about that next week if it's... I don't know how much it's going to cost. I don't know if you're going to pick it up, but you... I mean, I don't... I don't yeah, no, I, I don't... I don't play the the scary VR games, but that fucking description just reads like every other yeah, goddamn yeah, it's like, scary it's like VR cookie game. cutter yeah. as hell. Yeah, it's like enter the world and put the goggles on to frighten your terror. <laughs> like, all right, cool, thanks. So here's one. I just I thought it was D Day when I first read it, but there's one called the Day D Tower Rush for PS4. It's digital. Uh, it says defend yourself from a horde of vicious creatures by building towers and catapults and defend the time machine at all costs. Exciting and wild worlds await you. So it basically sounds like horde mode. Just a game of horde mode. Uh, or tower defense. So yeah. tower defense? Yeah, tower defense. Isn't it? Yeah, tower defense. Uh, we got War. Black the Fall on a PS4 digital. Also got Derelict Fleet, PS4 digital. Um, energy balance. In it. Was the energy cycle the one that everybody was farming? Yeah, it's energy okay. cycle. Okay. Uh, I think is this I, game I even actually related to it? Like, do we know? Uh, I don't know. It says during a mission. You're, I I don't think so. Just based off the description, it no. says during a mission. No, uh, last week's energy cycle. I'm pretty sure says from the developers of Energy Balance. But I don't know how they keep on getting on every fucking week. I think they keep on releasing on PS4, then Vita, then then another one on PS4 and Vita. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, it says energy balance is a number puzzle. You have to swap power units in such a way that their sums form correct chains, both vertically and horizontally, so maybe. Um, let's see, we got Final Fantasy. That's 12, right? Okay, good. That's what I thought. Yeah. Final Fantasy 12, yep. Final, Zodiac Final Fantasy 12, Zodiac Age. To be honest, I didn't know what this was. Like, I, I, knew, it was, I knew it was 12, but all I saw was the Zodiac Age. It's another Fantasy yeah. game. Another Final Fantasy uh, it's game. It's coming out for PS4. That's what we need. That's <laughs> coming out for PS4. One of my favorite Final Fantasy. Digital and retail. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age improves upon the PS2 classic. Now more, be now more beautiful and easier to play than ever. The high definition remaster introduces several modern advancements, including reconstructed battle design and a revamped job system. Players, both returning and new to the game, will experience a grand adventure that spans the world of Ivalis. Ivalis. Uh, oh, that was close. Uh, so, yeah, so has anybody have, have you guys seen anything about this does it really look super next gen or Anthony it looks it. it looks like a modernized version of so the game it's not I like mean it, it just looks like like crash no 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 it's it's more like um more like the kingdom hearts HD remakes uh -huh. where they just kind of smoothed it out and everything and um you know they they made it look it's not super pixelated i actually i mentioned earlier uh, when I was talking to you guys, I broke out my PS2, and um, when I was playing the original Final Fantasy XII, like the PS2 version with like component cables, it was really blurry because that's just how PS2 games looked. But it surprisingly held up well. 
um, it felt like it was running at a high FPS. Um, maybe not 60, but um, it felt like it was running well. Um, the the cutscenes looked gorgeous, as all uh, older Final Fantasy games uh, mostly do. Um, so I'm really excited. Uh, I, I, kn- I know there's a big feature that they added to this version, which is similar to what they added to Final Fantasy VII's remake on like the actual PS1 version, not the new yeah, the remake they're making. Out, yeah. um, that will never come out. Yeah, like the, the, PS, the PS1 out. re-release on PS4, uh-huh. where you can um, speed the time up in the game, so you can make the like literally make the game move either twice as fast or four times as fast. And so that's going to, I feel like, help some people get through it um, parts that feel like an old game you know what i mean that i feel like that's going to help kind of push through that so i'm really excited this is a great game um it really reminds me of almost like lord of the rings meets star wars but with awesome ass looking airships and that's like one of my favorite tropes of a final fantasy game is like the airships uh whether it be like setzers in um final fantasy 6 or sid in any game with sid as a pilot um why does yep. it remind you to Star Wars and the other? What was it? Uh, Lord of the Lord Rings. Of the Rings. Um, yeah, it's just there's a lot of large scale epic battles that remind me of Lord of the Rings. Um, I mean, if you just watch okay. the opening ten minutes of the game, I think you would get what I mean. Because there, there's some there's some dogfight uh, cutscenes that look a lot like oh, Star Wars. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, like I said, go go watch the first ten minutes of gameplay, and I, I, if you don't see what I'm saying, then I don't know how else to explain it. Would you but, um, would you tell people to buy this or fifteen? Ooh, if you're new to a Final Fantasy game, get fifteen. If you are an old school Final Fantasy fan that just hasn't played twelve somehow, I would get twelve. Because Final Fantasy fifteen is definitely an easier game. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely an easier game to get into. It's also a more fast-paced, action-oriented game, whereas Final Fantasy XII, almost the gameplay itself is kind of like an MMO, mm-hmm. um, where so you're Anthony, controlling. Did you play Eleven when it came out? I know I did not. No, because I'm wondering why the why this so Eleven was an MMO, Ten was a standard, and then they tried they then they made Twelve of single player MMO. Like why well, did they just? It's not actually an MMO. It's just it has similar gameplay elements to an MMO. Yeah, MMO esque. Yeah. But I'm saying like why why didn't they just go back to the ten style? They just want to try something new. That's the thing that people kinda need to give Final Fantasy credit for is it's always trying something new with its games. Because I mean thirteen was dramatically different from twelve, which was dramatically different from ten. Um fourteen is I mean, only right. So, yeah, fourteen is an is actually an MMO similar to eleven. So I mean they do something different with every game. And I, I think the story of twelve or the the world of twelve rather was just so big and so like there was there was so much lore there and it was just so engrossing. It reminded me of Final Fantasy Nine kind of, um, and that's the thing that I was kind of hoping for with fifteen. Even though I love fifteen, twelve just if like and this I guess kind of ties into like me comparing it to Star Wars. There it's just such a big universe in that game. And you could tell just by that opening cutscene. Whereas Final Fantasy XV, I feel like it kind of missed the mark a little bit. Where it's like, you see this awesome battle happening in Insomnia, which is like the capital city of Final Fantasy XV. Which actually happens in the Kingsglaive movie. And then you never really see... Like, you see some of the dropships dropping off Magitek soldiers in XV. But it's one or two here or there. It's never full-scale battles. Whereas like in Final Fantasy XII, I just feel like... Even even if it's just the cutscenes, it just looks so grandiose and so. Uh, I I don't know how else to describe it more than that, but it's just 
think we hit our uh, quarter for yeah. saying yep. the words Final Fantasy <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, probably for the next seven episodes. I'd love episodes. to hear more, but I mean, I'm just, I don't Rip, think it's allowed. Uh, so what's real, next? Well, real, real quick, when you had started that, you were talking about how you plugged up the PS2 and how, how it was blurry. You, you saying that kind of reminds me of playing Shadow of the Colossus on, on my PS2. And like, I immediately remember, wow, I can't see shit in this game. This game is really blurry. I don't know why that. Oh, I couldn't read any of the words yeah. or anything. It was it was crazy. Uh, all right, to uh, move on. Which it's, it, they were designed for. They were designed for CRT. So if I played it on a CRT, it probably yeah. Ironically, would have been clearer maybe. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, all right, we got a frisky business coming to PS4 Digital. Uh, it's out the 13th. Got hunting sim. Was it hunting sim? Didn't hunting simulator already come out? There's been a billion of these types of fucking games. There's like probably every, something similar like, to it. Yeah. Oh, this one may be coming out to retail. I don't, maybe that was the difference. Um, all right, we got Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, Episode 1, uh, coming out PS4 Digital. Uh, it says, now that Jesse and the gang have vanquished the Witherstorm, spoiler alert, saved the world and become totally super famous heroes, life has gotten a bit more complicated. With more responsibilities and less time for adventure, old friendships have started to fade. At least until Jesse's hand gets stuck in a creepy gauntlet that belongs to an ancient underwater temple. Did any of you guys play the first Minecraft story mode? Didn't even consider it. Nope. Yeah. If it goes on sale, I might. But I think I have one Telltale game that's... Oh, I got Tales of the Borderlands for PS Plus I still got to play. It's really hard for them to get me to play a Telltale game these days. It's yeah. like, I really have to... To, to deal with this, this, that, this shitty engine, which I feel like we talked about on an earlier episode, but to deal with their shitty engine, I gotta love the property. It has to be either uh, early Walking Dead or Batman, yeah, I, or as funny as Tales I, was. I got Game of Thrones. Like, I haven't around the Guardians I got yet. Game of Thrones for free, but I'm not gonna play it, because I know it's trash. Yeah. So, I mean, Batman... Yeah, it like, ran maybe, real bad. If it, if it ran well, I'd be interested in it, because I don't want Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Not really I'd well. be interested to, like, get into Game of Thrones maybe through this, but it's like, I'm not going to deal with the fucking game crashing. But, but I wouldn't even get into this until you got through Season 3 of Game of Thrones, because it spoils a pretty yeah. big which, which, part of oh, Season 3. Is that true? Yeah. Which, by the way... Yeah, it's right at the oh. end. Of, it takes place right at the end of Season yeah, Game 3. Game of Thrones comes back this no, week. So, that. okay. Wait. That's when the dragon dies or something? <laughs> Is all of the dragons back. Okay, I remember. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Got <laughs> motorcycles. MotoGP 17. Never heard of it before. PS4 Digital. Uh, I didn't know they were still making these yeah, games. Yeah, this is 2017 edition. <laughs> uh, it brings all the adrenaline you need. I have a friend who's a huge fan of MotoGP, actually, which is interesting. I think I've seen a cover for MotoGP so. once, but I mean... It's just it's a, a motorcycle. Uh, or am I thinking of the Moto Storm? <laughs> I think maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's it's because that was the game that came with the the um the yeah. 3D P, uh, PlayStation television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 These have been so. going. Yeah, this is definitely different. This is different than Motor Storm, but this is uh these have been going on for the past couple of years. The MotoGP. Yeah. I think actually it might have been under uh the name Ride for a bit, but I can be extremely wrong on that. That could actually be another MotoGP game. Hmm. Uh, I think yeah. you're wrong. We also got Mr. Shifty coming to PS4 Digital. Um, Mr. Shifty says, uh, shift through bullets and master lightning fast takedowns in an all-new kind of action game from Tiny Build and Team Shifty. Mr. Shifty follows a teleportation-fueled heist to break into the world's most secure facility. If you haven't heard about it, which you should have by now, especially if you listen to kind of funny content, they, everybody's been saying it's basically Hotline Miami with Nightcrawler. So, And it doesn't have That's a platinum. Exactly how to describe it it yeah. doesn't have a platinum? Doesn't have a platinum. 
on nope. Vita? Nope. Ugh. See, so put this game on Vita and give it a platinum, and I would have been 100% in. Now I'm all set. I still want to get it for Switch, because I don't have enough games for my Switch. But I hear it doesn't run that great, though. I don't know if they've patched it. Uh, I heard it gets kind of glitchy and drops some frames at the end. I don't know I don't know if the PlayStation version is any better. I would I hope mean, so, yeah, considering the kind of the... Hard hard Got a couple more here. Got Warlocks vs. Shadows coming to PS4 Digital. Got Yamayama. I don't know what that plays. One of the armless rejects of the Yamayama Arena of Joy. Woo. Okay. Um, that looks to be about it for the drop. There's a couple more games, but most of them are just... Nothing yeah, really in Just go get give the clicks to, um, to Brian. Go to the drop. Yeah. Find out what you like. Yep. Did you say Brian? Yeah, he said Brian. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm like, who's Brian? Um, yeah, uh, pick, right. pick of the week for me is obviously Final Fantasy Twelve. Did we talk about Fantastic Contraption? Uh, I didn't. I didn't mention it. No. Where even is Why that? Is, oh, is this a game? Is this like a? Oh, it's a VR game. Oh yeah, I, I totally passed that up. Uh, says it's, build. It sounds this game is actually wow. just dreams being stealth launched. Yeah. Uh, it says build and create. Build and create in a fantastic world. Fantastic contraption is a surreal VR puzzle game where you you use simple tools to assemble amazing machines to get to your ball to the goal area. It sounds like a uh, like yeah, a Rube Goldberg yeah, device or something. Like. Sounds interesting. Oh, no. little VR game. But yeah, sounds cool. Um, I guess Final Fantasy is kind of the biggest hit of the week, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Unless Nothing Mr. really Shifty. speaking to you guys on the last. I mean, Mr. Mr. Shifty, yeah, that'd be my other one. But is there a DLC coming out this week? There might be for something. Uh, oh, did you see that uh, the Last of Us Left Behind DLC was super cheap on the mid-year sale? Yeah, but I think it's included if you just buy the remastered version of uh, Last of Us. Is. That's why I don't yeah. understand why they're even selling it well, separately. Because you could buy it standalone yeah. if you don't want the um, the base game. Yeah. Which I get. I don't but I feel really like you know. can get the base game for so yeah, cheap now. Bucks. I mean, uh, whatever. More choices is good, I guess. It's time for topic of the episode. Topic of the episode this week. When is the open world scale going to tip back? Basically being all of these games are coming out now. That's, that's kind of random. <laughs> um, so pretty much all the games coming out now are uh, massive open worlds. Uh, when are people going to get tired of that and want linear experiences again? I feel like there's still some some linear games coming out. Um, obviously, there are a real lot of sandbox games. I'm kind of just over sandbox games in general, but I don't think it even has to do with an open world game. I think it's a sandbox game specifically I'm tired of personally. How do you guys feel? Yeah. The thing is, I like when games take it like these put like a little open worldness in a segment of their game. So I think like a great example is Uncharted 4. The area when you uh, when you pull up in your jeep and you can go left or right and you can take the base in different ways. You, you know, remember what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, that, that think, area I feel like was a little too large for what they were going for, though. Like, I definitely missed, like, 30 treasures in that area and I just was fully aware that I was missing all the treasures and didn't care. But you see, like, I think that's a good way of how, like, you could blend open world into yeah. linear games. Yeah, like the hub worlds from like, um, the hub areas from... Uh, Tomb Raider are like a perfect example. Yeah, I think, I think like a, a, it's just big yeah. enough. Those are a happy medium, uh, in my opinion, for the 
my, my personal opinion, I think um, if this scale does tip back, I think one of two things are going to happen. I think that either if people start to, which they won't complain because everybody wants open worlds, but if something happens, I think we're either going to see more games that have hub worlds like Rise of the Tomb Raider because, I mean, that was perfect. It's a linear experience, but you've got these world, these uh, areas to discover and games like that. Or we're just going to go ahead and scoop on over to what um, what was it? What Tim and Andrea called live service games or, or uh, uh, so like uh, games as a yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. So like Division, Division Destiny, Destiny those Anthem coming up. I, I think that that could give everybody the fix that they want for open worlds. Um, and those games, if you think about it, kind of are hub yeah, world games are. where it's like you go to the tower and then you go to orbit. And I know they're, cha- they're changing that for Destiny 2, but just as an example, um, like you go to orbit and then you choose your mission, then you load into that mission and that mission is a, you know, a pretty linear experience. Uh-huh. And then if you want to go patrol, you can make that a just giant open yeah, world thing. Yeah. But Well, like, um, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead and we go. <laughs> Oh, my thing is, I don't mind either or. I prefer it somewhere in the middle, like uh, Tomb Raider and Uncharted, and hopefully God of War somewhere around there too. But um, in the open world games, it just it depends on what you have to do in the actual, like uh, GTA Five. There's a bunch of stuff to do, and most of it, either you're gonna enjoy it or not. Yeah, so that kind of goes back to me about and the sandbox game. Another game like uh, Just Cause Three, I think that's the newest one. You got you, the the map is open to you, but there's not much to do other just just blow up stuff. Well, see what what, what I personally it. think makes like makes a great open world is when you don't know it's there. Like my top three examples would be GTA Five, Watch Dogs Two, and um, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because okay. it, it like. Especially, especially Watch Dogs Two. Watch Dogs Two, I think, apart from GTA, has one of the best open worlds in a game. Uh, San Francisco is beautiful. Um, the, hmm. Everybody's alive in there. Okay. Like I, I won't forget whenever I was grinding for um, trophies for Watch Dogs Two, the one where you have to take a selfie or have somebody photobomb you. Like I, um, I went to go take a picture, and then. I was taking a picture of dude's uh, dude's ass for some reason, and then some girl got behind me and was like, "Yeah, cool!" Like she just started interacting with me, and just the, just the cool things that you can do with the live NPCs in that world is like, I don't feel like I'm playing a game. I feel like I'm in a sim, you know. Okay. Yeah, so I think the Jeff? thing is about is about depending on the game. You know, you can't make every game open world, but but some games it's like. I don't think it hurts to try. So, you know, so like Zelda, yo, let's make that open world. Oh, shit, this game is fucking amazing. Yeah. I don't think if Zelda was bad, it, it like if Zelda was bad or if Breath of the Wild was bad, I was like, all right, fine, you know, maybe the open world nature doesn't work towards so this do franchise. Do you not consider older Zelda games open world, though? I feel like even Ocarina of Time well, to an extent. Open. No, open no, I'm, I'm adamantly, uh, I, I mean, this do not this believe is a, at all. I think this is a live world. Breath of the Wild is everything you can do. It's just there. You live there. There's no like. Okay, that's a fi- that's a fair point. If, if that's uh, okay, I can agree with that. Because uh, I guess for its time, you could say Ocarina of Time is open, but it's so it's so linear. Honestly, at the end of the day, like the closest thing is that you could you could run around Hyrule Field. Uh, or I guess you could 
Yeah, go I guess that's really what I was thinking of. So. It's so a like, good point. There's nothing to do there. You could literally just run around. And like, Lon Lon Ranch is there. Like, there's like two things to do. Um, but I, the thing, I, the thing is, it's, I think it will tip the scale when open world games become too, um, I guess boring, honestly, like funny enough, like a huge world is boring. Uh, when I kind of like, I feel like Assassin's Creed kind of hit that point when it was putting too much shit on the map and I got, I got a good was, one for you. Nothing was of, of real substance, you know? So like when yeah. open world is just open world for open world's sake. But it just has all these fetch quests and stuff like that. It's like that's that's the wrong way to take an open world. Um, yeah, like like the game with an infinite universe and nothing to fucking do in it. Like No Man's Sky. Bada bing, bada boom. I think that. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I I don't want to shit on No Man's Sky. It was it was fun for the time I played it, but I moved on pretty. As far as Assassin's quickly. Creed goes, I think the worst defender probably was three. I think that three they tried tried to do it, but it just didn't work. And then four they kind of perfected it. it and then Unity. Which, I felt like I was running around the woods more than I was yeah, doing anything else too. in Assassin's Creed 3. Like, they also tried throwing in the crafting system with the bombs and stuff. That literally was unnecessary in the entire game. You did not have to touch that, and you could beat the, the game. The hunting thing, too, with the snares and the shit. It was just, ugh. Game should have been streamlined so hard. Yeah. I don't think the issue is really open world as much as clutter. So I'm what's gonna, a, so what's a, what's a bad there, example? You know? What's a what's a what's an example of games that like have an open? I, I have one. Uh, a games that have an open world for no reason. The new Sniper Ghost Warrior is an open world game. I don't think it has any reason to be. Uh, I guess. It's, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, that's it's, a, yeah, that's not like a game. It's kind of it's kind of Far Cry esque kind of. You can roam around the map and you have like access to stuff like that. But I mean that game. First of all, it looks like trash. The last thing I saw of it, but it just it looks like. I don't just give me a story. I don't I'm not going to play it anyway, but why have an open world in that for no reason? Have you guys played the game of the generation? Mad Max? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's so, it's in the Xbox Game Pass. Maybe when I do the trial for that eventually I'll try it out, but no, I, I have not played it, Mad Max. I feel like it could I almost got the platinum on it. Almost. Wow, and no, then the you part... re- then you looked at your you looked down at your hands and saw how worn your hands were from your from your DualShock Four controller and said, "What am I doing in my life?" <laughs> and deleted it. Dude, the game I really enjoyed that game. It's just the car. The car is just the car is the best part of it. Well, just yeah, because the combat the, the combat looked kind of boring. Yeah, it's it's like Batman, the Batman combat, but like really dumbed yeah. down. To, uh, this whole thing. I thought it was, it was just too much open. It was, it was. That's funny. That's going against literally what I just said. It's not yeah. cluttered. The thing is, it's kind of. I thought of the game was just all about know. checking boxes, and there wasn't really anything else to do but check boxes. Yeah, in it. it was just going and checking boxes, pretty much. I didn't find it fun going from place to place. Like it was just like, all right, cool. Now Again, there's another town that's the two minute drive away. It's like, yeah, let's let's circle back actually to Shadow of Mordor because I feel like that game did the it open did, world that well one for sure because it was two different open world they were just big enough where you can still get from point to point without it taking forever if you chose not to fast travel there was stuff always going it was dynamic enough i mean i guess it's a testament to the nemesis system but it was dynamic enough where there was always new random missions that were totally optional all over the map all the time um i mean the collectibles were were fair like it wasn't like a a total slog getting the collectibles you could probably do it in a couple evenings um so that's probably a a game that did it very well uh, personally I agree. 
Yeah. And Jeffrey, are you going to play it now that you got it? I didn't buy it, no. I said, I, I said yeah, it wasn't about money. It was just about I, can't, I don't have enough time for more games. Because oh, we're, we're, we're too much, we're too much a Lord of the Rings nerds for Jeff. Well, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Nerds. All right, cool guy. Yeah, my my whole thing on on this, what kind of got me started was, to be honest, I don't think that that's ever gonna happen with open world games. I think it's just gonna, I think it's just a common thing now. That's just what's in there. But what got me thinking about it was comparing. I decided to play the Old Blood because I got it on the Steam sale. Uh, Wolfenstein: The Old Blood, and I'd never played it before, and. I'm just playing it. I'm like, this is a fucking good game. This is a, this experience. I yeah. love just this awesome story contained in this one thing. And then, but at the same time, on my off time, I'm playing Zelda, and I'm like, which do I like more? You know, which do I want more? I think they both can coexist, and they do coexist. But it's just there's a there's a place for big lived in open worlds. There's a place yeah. for both. But I mean, I just it's just at the time. It depends what you feel yeah. like playing. I just wonder there. if there's ever going to be. Because sometimes yeah, and, you get a game and you get a game that's open and at that time you just don't feel like playing yeah. it. So you put it aside and you just want to play a story-based game, well, linear the game. Thing to think about, and then eventually the thing to think about now too is we have a lot of games that are coming out. Like, a, like you know, a lot more yeah. and all of them are like, like a real 20, lot of games. 30 hours a piece. It's like, is that going to be the... There's a lot of games of yeah. service, games that, that service be, like yeah. Destiny... Battlefront 2. Well, like, um, I mean, oh my god, I'm dreading this, this entire the question holiday. It should be, the question should be, what's too long of a game? Well, I think... How many hours should we spend in a game? Because, man, like you said, there's a lot of games coming out, and they're more yeah, well, than... Well, that's up to how much you want. But uh, I'm just thinking, um, I think it's about... the If, if every game is going to want to be open world, not every game is going to be worth exploring. yeah. yeah. Zelda, I'm oh, playing no. Zelda the other day, there's literally a shrine in the actual corner of the map. And it's like, I've never been there, but it's like going there, it's like, oh, well, this is a whole cool area, there's a little uh, snowboarding section uh, that wins you a Korok Seed. Is that, is that in the region? I, Fuck I don't the Korok think... Seeds, there's too many Korok Seeds. That's, that's like almost as dense as like, <laughs> I mean, it's not as dense as Witcher 3, but it's like to the extent where no, I am all different. set on doing that's that. It's like, the Korok seeds dude, don't appear on your map. 600 Korok seeds? Are you kidding 900, me? 900. Oh, but Korok seeds don't appear 900? on your map. Fuck that. Korok seeds don't appear on your map. You have to earn Korok seeds. Whereas in Witcher 3, you're walking around your map, you can see a fucking bunch of plants on your map. Dude, you know what I'm Witcher. I, like, I respect the shit out of the Witcher 3, but. And like last week when we talked about the DLC for uh, somehow that was a summary episode um, from Toussaint or whatever it was fucking called, and like it's just too fucking dense yeah, for me. Like that—that's that, where I draw the line. Like Metal Gear Solid Five was great. Witcher Three is just too. There's too much for me to do. And I know there's like diehard people that will play Witcher Three and say, "Oh, I wish there was even more." And those people are fucking on meth. Yeah, there's. But a, there, that's an, I just. That's, that's an open world game. I'm too never going to play because of that much. fact. I mean, I. That's why I don't play a lot of the Division Online or Destiny Online. Is because just the way I play right now, I have a few hours here and there to play. So I'm gonna want to hop on and play something. I can't commit to like. Yeah. Oh no, I can't commit to like, be in the mood. Do this or that. You know. And like, the time. Yeah. See, I thought Division the did Division, it well. Division, I thought Division did it well personally. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the Division. So yeah, so if you want to know, talk, send us more questions like that. 
Don't forget, you can join us on the PS Best Friends Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash group slash PS Best Friends or on Twitter at PSBF Podcast or email us at psbestfriendspod at gmail to send us your question like Kiran Mirage did. Um, his question is, if it had to end tomorrow, what would be your highlights and games for showing off the best of the current generation? In my opinion, if I had three games to show off this gen, I would use The Witcher 3, Overwatch, and maybe, probably not a popular opinion, but No Man's Sky purely for its concept. That's an interesting question. Um, so he's using already two open world games that we just kind of discussed. Yeah. Um, no Man's Sky, I think... I think its concept was great, but I think it can't be used as a as a uh, generation defining game because I don't think it did work at the end of the day. You could say that like, oh wow, imagine there was this game that had this really expanse world and like you could do all these things, but unless it actually was that game, I don't think you could put it on that thing. I guess. Oh, uh, give us your your three. That's like an honorable mention, I feel like, for No Man's Sky. Yeah. I feel like that's not a game yeah. that actually makes the list, but it's a game that's like, well, this tried to do something cool. No, 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 no. I'm saying just that was Kiran's list. list. But um, for this generation, actually, uh, what, what would you give it? Because well, I, I definitely are, have are, are mine in my head. Are we counting like GTA V and Last of Us since that came out on PS3? GTA V, I guess you can count because they did really overhaul it a lot. On That's true the current gen um i probably wouldn't say last of us because it is so important to the yeah, previous yeah. gen all right nathaniel what are your uh if your if the generation had to end tomorrow what would be your three generation defining games uh mine probably mine probably would be watchdogs 2 um okay the game was fucking awesome like the entire time i wish it wouldn't have ended um probably one of the best open worlds i've played recently um probably rise of the tomb raider uh rise of the tomb raider was super simple but it had the, like it was an open world, but it wasn't. I, I don't know. Just the story was awesome, and it just I had a fun time as well. Um, and then probably Shadow of Mordor. I think Shadow of Mordor is probably one of the most unique cases. The Nemesis system is incredible. I mean, just what it can do. What it can do is just um, it. It still blows me away, and I played it several years ago. Um, I probably have an honorable mention for Wolfenstein. One of my favorite okay. single player games. So nice, nice. Miguel, what's your three? Oh, well, I got um my first one's Horizon, Zero Dawn, obviously. Uh second one is the division. I think in my opinion it's better than Destiny, but that's my opinion. And the last one is um gonna choose Doom the ps4 it just overall from the beginning to the end is just not stop action the story the the comeback is great they just nailed it they they nailed it doom and wolfenstein really are like show how you could bring back a uh old ip and really fucking make something amazing out of it um i'm gonna go with a uh through so yeah so rocket league number one i think really one. brought esports it's esports into the mainstream it's really such a simple concept of soccer with cars. Um, then Gone Home, uh, really showing like, uh, did it? Do you guys think it started the walking simulator cliche, or was it like? After I think it started it on PS4 specifically. I think they existed before yeah, it though. Yeah. Like DRS was before it and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Gone Home like really 
great fucking game. Play it. And then uh, Destiny. Uh, I think it's amazing to see, uh, like, uh, a game like that, be, like, all very technical. Like, not technical, but its community and fan base is, is loves the technical aspect of it. And all the numbers and, like, up the RPG aspect. Drop uh, rates such, and... Yeah. Perk such, like, and a all that. Audience. You know, like, ten years ago, I never imagined people playing Halo 3 would be so into the minutia of gun stats that they are now. It's the like, same thing with the Division 2. I never thought about that. Yeah. It's the same thing with Divi- the Division 2. Yeah. Um, my three are probably going to go... I was going to say Horizon Zero Dawn, um, but just to say something different, I'm going to go Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. There Put a go. lot of time into that game. Uh, it was it was one of the few sandbox games I really enjoyed playing around in. Uh, I want to say Hitman. Uh, what it did for episodic-based games, um, it, it's pretty much an archetype. Uh, going forward, I think every episodic game that isn't like a Telltale game, because obviously those are more linear, um, any other episodic game should really try to mirror what Hitman did, where each individual episode had so much meat on its bones that you could really almost play each individual one almost as a full game. Uh, and my third one is going to be Darkest Dungeon. I think what it does for just open-ended, grindy, um, roguelike-ish games uh, it's just so deep and there's so many numbers in it that if, if you want to read into it that much you can or if you just want to just have fun in a dungeon or two uh, I mean it, it's a game you can play for 5 minutes maybe not 5 but like 10-15 like, like minutes for a short dungeon or mm-hmm. you could totally dive into it and just to- fall down the rabbit hole of <laughs> the darkest dungeon so um, th- those are my three uh, I go uh, Hitman Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain and Darkest Dungeon and now it is time for PS Best Friend of the Week. Uh, Nathan Hicks, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on PSN uh, and Xbox and Steam at um, Sick Sticks, S-Y-C-S-T-I-X. What, what was that again? Don't say it too fast. Sick Sticks. Sick what? Too f- mm. If you say it well, too the, fast, pronunci- the pronunciation <laughs> is the pronunciation is not the issue. It's the spelling, which is I know. like sick. It's like sycamore, uh, I guess. Yeah, S-Y-C. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, I made it when just, I was thirteen. Just humor so. me. Just humor me. Say it slow and then say it fast. Sick sticks and six. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a, yes. It sounds like six sticks. Okay. There's uh, a South Park joke in there somewhere. There, there, there <laughs> is somewhere. Um, my Twitter is um, the same. But it's uh, with a seventeen at the end, so it's six sticks seventeen. Nice. Right. And uh, Miguel, where can we find you? Ah <laughs> uh, shit! Oh, they can find me at PSN Dark Angel ten ten. That's what a G, and at Twitter, Angel Alvarez ten. That's what a J. The angel part. And Jeffrey, where can we find you? Wow, I just realized they're both different. You have angels spelt twice. That's funny. Yeah, I just it took you nine. I don't want to get uh, into it, but that's fucking confusing. Um, you can find me on PSN Brawl ninety six on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Mister Mr. Brawl ninety six, Mister Brawl ninety six. Um, recently, I got a video posted on the kind of funny best friends community YouTube page of uh, me beating Greg Miller at Mario Kart. If you want to check that out, I made a little s- snappy thumbnail it using a photo photo crop or something photoshop i don't know this new app i don't think it's not mainstream yet hmm, but never uh heard of it. helps yeah, yeah. would you believe it what's your uh, next game that you might stream 
So I think I'm probably going to be streaming some uh, Zombies, uh, probably Infinite Warfare. I want to give the new map a little more time. Uh, if we're playing some Space Land, I'm down. Let's, we'll stream that. Uh, Killing yeah. Floor as well. And uh, probably a little more Crash until I give that back on Gamefly. Uh, that game is fucking frustrating. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. It's yeah. so hard to stream. It's like, fuck. We, sh we should try and organize a Killing Floor 2 night because uh, it's Under six eight. people co-op. So we should try yeah. and figure that out. Oh, you can find me on PSN, Xbox Live, and uh, I'm never on Steam, but I have an account. The only X188, and on Twitter is at Anthony Palm. And this has been the PS Best Friends Podcast. For any questions, comments, and concerns, email us at psbestfriendspod at gmail.com or follow our Twitter at PSBF Podcast. Uh, you can also check us out on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash psbestfriends. Uh, and also, don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, whatever is your uh, preferred podcast uh, listening app of choice. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening.
your eyes of me.